everyone, and welcome to the Be Intentionally You podcast. I'm your host, Veronica Williams. I'm excited to be continuing this journey into something new. In these episodes, we'll be discussing everyday life principles from the Word of God that is needed to walk into your true identity and your purpose. I will not only be discussing my personal testimonies, I will have guest speakers who will be invited to share their wisdom as well as their testimonies. This will be a weekly podcast on Sundays. My hope is to help others who are walking through tough seasons and need some motivation. I will also be teaching on specific areas like health and wellness and marriage, but most importantly, to just encourage you in your everyday life. You can find me on all social media in the subscription box below. Also, I would like to add, please subscribe, rate, and comment on any of my weekly podcasts. Looking forward to our growing community and remember to be you on purpose. Be blessed. Well, hey, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Be Intentionally You podcast. I am your host again, Veronica. I I'm going to go ahead and start this podcast off. I'm hoping that it really will not be long. Um, it's not a whole lot that I wanted to talk about, but I have some amazing nuggets that I really wanted to discuss in this podcast. If you are new and you are listening to my podcast, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for taking up the time of your busy day to listen to this podcast. I pray that it actually blesses you. Um, me, I love to listen to podcasts even as I am driving and in the gym. I absolutely love listening to podcasts and different things that I can get wisdom from and knowledge. So thank you for listening to my podcast. I pray that this platform uh, is exactly what you need. I talk about many things from just wisdom of the word of God, definitely the word of God is the foundation, but I know that God has taken this platform into a different direction. And to be honest, I don't know the 100% uh, vision of that yet, but I do know that um, I'm about to go into a brand new season um, here soon. And Anyway, I just welcome you and also to my faithful listeners. You guys know that I truly love you guys. Thank you so much for being faithful listeners um, to my podcast. I pray that everything I've been saying to you has been blessing you. Please do me a favor and rate, comment, and subscribe and share because I always say sharing is caring. So, anywho, okay, so you guys sort of know like what many people are talking about this gear, which is all over the nation. Many people have been affected by it. Many people have been exposed to it. I don't know the all entire gist of it because I don't really watch the news a whole lot, but my family does. So they tend to tell me sort of everything regarding what's going on in the world. I tend to stay in the word and um, yeah, listen to what's in the world. I don't want to be blinded by that. I don't, I I don't think that's wise that we're blinded by that. I think that we are supposed to still be a light in this world. So I'm not blocking myself from the world, but there's certain things I'm not going to listen to because I'm just really discerning. Like I'm just really trying to have wisdom in what I put in my ear gate and my eye gate. So basically what you watch and what you listen to. I've talked to many people over this past week who were excited about a part, you know, something happening and, you know, they're excited about it. They're ready to go. And next thing you know, they hear something or they see something and they change their mind. And I'm like, what happened? And they're like, well, I listened to such and such, or I saw such and such. 
or the dudes is talking about this. So it makes them stop. Anywho, this is what I'm wanting to say, even as a healthcare professional for, for almost 20 years. Um, one of the biggest things I want to say is, first of all, yeah, coronavirus is real. It's absolutely real. It is nothing different than every other virus that we have had in the world. And if you go back and do your history, we have had a virus that has come out literally every one to two years. I'm not going to go over the whole list there. That's what Google is for as well. But we have had a list of different viruses to come out every uh, other year. And guess what? People, we, we made it through that. And not everybody, but I think it's a lot of people that are more or less immunocompromised, are elderly, uh, people that are uh, very, very sick, you know, meaning um, immunocompromised, and they're not able to tolerate even a cold. Um, are the ones that are really, really being affected by it in the United States. So, anywho, if my information is incorrect, my apologies, but I'm just saying as far as a healthcare professional, um, one of the biggest things we always teach people is, number one, we call it PPEs, but hand washing is your most important thing. <sighs> people have forgotten basic principles of cleanliness, of health, of just really the basic small things that we teach our children. Hey, if you sneeze, you know, sneeze in away from people. Don't cough in front of other people. Sneeze into your arm. Wash your hands. Um, you know, use hand sanitizers. It's sad that this society has been so distracted from and have stopped living because uh, they're afraid to go out outside or they're afraid to cough around someone and I think it's sad but I'm not coming here to really you know talk seriously about that what I wanted to come in here and do today was to help people get past because let me say one thing it's gonna get worse yeah this is just what the Bible talks about is birth pains. This is a part of what has been prophesied for so many years. And I believe so many people and what really bothered me and had me so sad is it was more believers and more Christians that kept asking me the question, like, what are we supposed to do? Like, what happened now that they're afraid, they're scared, they're very nervous and I sat back a moment and I was in my, you know, my Veronica state. And then I had to say, you know what, Veronica, you're here to be a light. So instead of using my wisdom, let me use the wisdom of God. And um, yes, I use scripture. And yes, I did tell them, number one is to prepare. Always prepare. Uh, your, your health is number one. Your safety is number one. No matter what, if you don't feel safe, don't go outside. Stay inside. So I always say prepare. That is one of the topics. I'm going to hit three nuggets in this podcast. That's why I said it's not going to be long. This is going to be a teaching podcast because this is something that I do have uh, experience in. And it is not only the word of God, but also in healthcare. So number, the, the um, here we go. The actual scripture that I wanted to come in here and talk about today 
it's one that came to my spirit at the beginning of all of this. It hasn't been out long or whatever, but just the beginning of all this whole entire scare process that people were going through. And a lot of us were getting together corporately and we're praying and we're fasting. And I didn't do the whole praying and fasting, but praying together and just really seeking God in this entire thing. And the scripture that kept coming to me was Second Chronicles 7 and 14. And Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal the land. Now, like I said before, I'm going to read this in an easy translation as well. I've never did it in the easy, but I'm going to see if it even comes up. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Let's see here. Then my people who are called by my name should be sorry. They should be humble and they should pray. They should try to find me and they should stop doing the wrong things that they have done. Then I will hear from heaven and I, I will forgive their sins and I will make their country better. That is layman's terms, basic terms. What I wanted to say about that scripture is God saying, if we come to him corporately, as a nation, and we pray and we ask God to forgive us of our sins, come to him humble. So many people are stuck in pride and don't want to even acknowledge, you know, their, their wrongdoing. God is not an angry God, but the thing, the person who we should be fearing is not this coronavirus. We should be fearing God and not fear of being scared. It should be a reverent and an awe, like a like a fear of, of just knowing that God is so good. Not a fear of what would God do if I don't do that. That is not, not the type of fear that I'm talking about. But we are fearing this virus that's only here temporary instead of really focusing on God, instead of really focusing on the true issue to this matter. People are stuck. People are blind. People are running around chaotic. People are just going through so many different processes in their life. They don't really know which direction to take. But God says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, humble yourself. If you come and pray and seek his face, Seek his face and turn from your wicked ways. God says, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. S simple scripture, 2 Chronicles 7.14 is the one that I kept coming to. But when I thought about that, I realized it was so many people that were afraid, so many people that had fear. And the Bible talks about in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, that God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. He gives, he, but of love, of power and of a sound mind. So we know fear that does not come from God. We know that even listening to the news and yes, have wisdom. Listen, you know, listen to what you need to hear, like hear what you need to hear, take precautions, prepare and move on from there and go to the word of God. Let the word of God be your basis 
during not just this time, but every time. This is just a birth pain. This is just a process, a part of the process, a piece of the process, so that we can put our eyes back on Jesus Christ. Instead of being focused on what is going on around in this world, a lot of times these things are distractions and they block us from what really truly is about to happen. I know, most of us know, we're about to go into a major recession. I pray that it's not a depression, but we're about to go into a major, major, major recession in this country in 2020. And I know everybody is seeing that. And we have to still keep our focus on God. No matter what. Like, that's why I'm so serious about obeying God, no matter what. But it's so many people that are afraid. And like I said, even as healthcare professionals, we teach people, we know to do that. Wash your hands like it shouldn't be something that's brand new using hand sanitizers. You can't find hand sanitizers in nowhere. People have went and purchased everything out of the grocery stores. Every Just because they're afraid. They're afraid of what may happen. They're afraid of what the news is saying is going to happen. But at the same time, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. He wants us to trust him. He's our source. And he will send the resources. And as I was thinking about this today, I kept remembering um, Holy Spirit will bring it back to me. Um, it was the widow, to, the widow to Elijah. How Elijah, when he went to the widow's house, he went to the lady's house who she thought she was about to die. She didn't have much in her home whatsoever, but all she had was um, a jar of oil and a piece of bread. It was just enough for her to make something for her and her son who were about to die. That's what she believed. But God continually provided the entire time to where they never lacked anything. They always were in abundance. I kept saying that, that God is going to make sure we continue to have no matter what the world says we were not being like it's even a scripture that i remember putting up and saying there will be no poor amongst us i am believing that there will be no poor amongst us the sad thing about it is i believe there's going to be more people that is going to be bankrupt during this time than it will be the people that will actually um pass from this virus people are going to end up being bankrupt for so many reasons and Preparation shouldn't have started today, but if you have not started preparing today, it's good to prepare, not just prepare for what may happen, but prepare your household, get your household in order, prepare as far as what would happen if you had to leave your job, what would happen if the job shut down, what would happen if your school shut down and you couldn't have your kids in school, we're to always be prepared, no matter what, we shouldn't wait to the last minute to decide we need to get our lives in order, God is saying get your house in order now. We're to get our house in order now. Everybody is so, it's just a lot of people that are chaotic and so confused because of this situation. Always prepared no matter what. Health, and, and every, many people get on here and they're like, health is wealth and health is wealth. Until something serious like this happened and then you wonder, are you really truly saying that or does it sound good because it's a cliche? People, these viruses are real. And no, everybody's not going to pass from it. It should be a lesson in this entire process that we should have learned. And for me, number one is to always trust God as my source, no matter what. Number two is to always be prepared, no matter what. And number three is to be a um to, to have multiple streams of income because if my job or your job or my husband's job or says, hey, we're not going to be working, start short-term disability. Can you? even fathom how long it would take short-term disability to start 
and you have no money in your account, no savings, that is the wisdom that God is trying to tell us to get now. Get yourself your house in order. Get your finances in order. Get your credit in order. Get your health in order. Get your temple in order. That is your body. That is your body. That's why I am so... That's why I, when people call me, I have no fear. I have no fear when it comes to this verse because I know that who God is. And I want you all to know who God is. Even after this, I want you to know who God is. God says to trust him with all of your heart. It doesn't matter what the news is saying. It says to prepare, but it says do not lean to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. God knows the plans that he has for you. And I'm going off on scriptures that's just coming to my head. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Your hope should be in God, in the word of God, and not in what is about to happen or what is happening right now. God wants us to trust him. Another scripture that has really gotten me through. I'm really trying to give you guys nuggets. What has kept me grounded in in, in any of these cycles or these trials or this or these um you know these tough times or hardships um because I had to get to a point of of just really trusting God and I, I, I'm definitely a walk that I'm still doing right now but I had to go back and I thank God that Holy Spirit continually put me around people that had wisdom put me around people that uh love the Lord put me around people that trust in God put me around people that 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 desire a relationship with God and sometimes um in which is a whole different podcast sometimes it's hard to really understand what God is saying to you if we don't know the voice of God and it's hard to really understand what other people are saying if you don't know the voice of God if you don't know God's word um so I thank God that he's allowed me to be in connection with people uh that really really truly have a relationship with God not about being a religion you know about religion but being having a relationship with God um my go-to scripture all the time, especially when something really, really tough is going on in my life, um, is some is Psalms 91 and 7. I talked about this one at the last podcast as well. Psalms 91 and 7 says, A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it should not come near you. So no matter what is going on, no matter who is dying, no matter um, what attack is happening, God says a thousand may fall at your side. 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You need to get up in the morning and decree and declare that God says these things and his word is true. His word is, is living, is truth today. No matter what we say, everything else is temporary, but God's word is, is permanent. It is his promise to his children, no matter what. And then Psalms 91 and 10 um, is another one is my go-to. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. I got to go to read that one in the easier. Let's do Amplify Psalms 91 and 7 says a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but danger will not come near you. And the other one, which is number 10 says no evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent you'll be safe god has you covered and i remember telling one of my family members this 
um, the other day. I said, it's interesting how we listen to something and we know that God has us covered. And, you know, we, we're quick to say God has us covered, yet we listen to a message and we decide to uncover ourselves. God says to get up every morning and put on his armor. But if we choose willfully to take it off, then we walked out in disobedience, believing that's prideful. That is spiritual pride that is just prideful for us to walk out in disobedience as if we can do this thing on our own. On our own. And God gives us the free will of choice. He does. But God wants you to trust him and know that the enemy comes to still kill and destroy. But his son, Jesus Christ, has come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. Even after, and I keep saying even after, this ends and it's going to have an end date because there's a time and a season for everything. We're in a season of this trial right now and it's a tough time. I will continue to pray, but this is a season. There's a time and a season for every single thing. Yet, God's sister, no matter what, to trust in, to trust in him. Even after this happens, you still need to be prepared for what may happen next. Because of what may happen next is going to happen. Yet your family will be set up no matter what. If, if they say, hey, you have to take off of the job or we're going to shut down for a while. We're going to close the schools and you got to keep your kids at home. You're ready. You're prepared. You're not having to figure things out because you knew that God is giving you wisdom to end this season right now. If you didn't get nothing else on this season, let this be a season of wisdom and preparation because this is still a year 2020, the year of vision. And as long as we keep our focus on the distraction, you will take your eyes off of what God said. What did God say to you? What is the vision he showed you? That's what you need to keep your focus on. One thing I've gotten connected. I've gotten connected to some amazing people and I'm starting from the bottom. And what I mean is I'm starting from the bottom because I've been a nurse, as you all know, for a long time, <clears throat> excuse me, for quite a long time. And I didn't have the wisdom that I had all those years. So it really doesn't matter if you've been doing something for so long, if you are not prepared now, if you don't have money in your bank account, or if you don't have a savings set up for your family or, or money left to leave, a legacy for your children's children, it does not matter. But if you're not trying to build something now and get that gift that God is giving you inside to the world, inside to the world, then you're still failing. We're still failing. I looked at nursing and I kept saying, why am I living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck and God gave us everything that we needed and but sometimes he, he wants us the Bible even teaches, teaches about multiple streams of income God even says seven or eight it's good to have multiple streams of income because we do not know what what happened to the earth we do not know what will happen tomorrow. You do not know if you will have the pink papers on your desk. You do not know if you will be laid off or be fired or if the job shuts down or moves to another country. You do not know. But if you're prepared now, it wouldn't be the fact of you having to figure things out. Get your credit in order. Get your health in order. Get your finances in order. Get your house in order. If you can't focus on all of that, 
Focus on your health. Focus on your temple. Focus on that thing that God is giving you. And he will align everything else up. Take care of the body that he has given you. People who are being affected by this thing so severely is the ones that are immunocompromised. The ones that cannot fight off any infection at all. Please take care of your temple. I, like I said before, I got connected to th two companies I had already been connected to. And then one is brand new that I had got connected to. And I mean, phenomenal. It has taught me things even in this company that I did not know regarding health. And it's interesting because I'm learning, but at the same time, I'm putting seed in the ground. It's interesting. I was talking with another lady the other day, another friend of mine who was saying, you know, she was really tired of living paycheck to paycheck. And I, I kept saying, you know, I believe in tithe and offering, but if you don't have a seed in the ground, then you cannot expect a harvest. It's many people that are waiting for uh, money to come or expecting a blessing. Not that God cannot bless you, but if you don't have seed in the ground, basically not just money, that's your time, your talent, and your treasure. If you don't have a seed in the ground, then it's really hard to expect a harvest of anything. When you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. You have to sow. Where you sow is where you're trying to grow and is where you're going to go. So even if you're with a company that is not doing or you're not doing absolutely the best and you're like, this is not it. Stay with that company. Get connected to somebody that you have a passion and desire to grow. You feel something in this company. Don't connect the two and three and four or five companies and different businesses. God is really going to do something so, oh God, I want to say so miraculous in this year. I still feel it. I still believe it. I still believe that people can receive financial blessings if they make a move this year. If you get into the right company at the right timing, I believe everything in the Bible teaches about time and chance. I believe if you get connected to the right people at the right time, the right people at the right time, you're going to receive so many blessings. Because you're going to be a team and you're going to be connected and it's grounded in and it's grounded in God and God is going to breathe on that thing. Like I said in my last podcast, if it's something that you're trying to build and you're trying to do it in your own strength and you're not letting people help you, then you got to keep that thing alive yourself. It's a it's premature. You're trying to keep something alive yourself. It's like putting the baby in the incubator. It was not time. And you're trying to keep it alive. But if it's something that God has birthed and given you a vision, he will blow on that thing. He will build that thing. He will bless that thing. He will provide for that thing. And he will make sure you will get the harvest. But there is no way you're going to sow seeds in the same season and get a harvest the same season. I'm going into a totally different podcast. But that is true. I wanted you guys to focus on what God wants you to do. To seek God, even during this entire process, God said to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added into you. God knows what you need. He will provide you the food, the clothing, and the shelter. You will not go without anything. Because God loves to take care of his children. But he wants us to seek him. He wants you to know who he is. 
He wants you to just have a relationship with him. He wants to just hear your voice because you probably haven't heard God's voice in a long time and he probably haven't heard yours. And most of the time we and when we do go to God, it's with complaints or it's with requests as if he's a genie in a bottle. God wants to just talk to you. He wants to just hear from you. He just wants to say he loves you. That's what he wants. He doesn't want to, you to figure it out and decide to get clean before you come to him. God just wants you. And you're going to be okay during this season. You're going to be okay during this season. We just have to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Everything has been done and set for us. I have no concerns. I have no fear. And even I have no fear because I know that God has a bigger plan than what Veronica can see. Trust God no matter what. Yes, prepare, be mindful, be safe, be cautious, but trust that God got a bigger plan in 2020. This is still the beginning of 2020. And if we take our eyes off of what God is doing in 2020, we're going to miss it. Start now building something, guys. If it's one thing, start now building something. I've been meeting, I've been talking with lots of women, even at the hospital. One of the things I want to do my next podcast on, and I believe that's what I'm going to be doing in my next season. But one of the things that really bothers me as a mother, as a wife, as a um as an employee is talking with a lot of people that says that they wish they had a different opportunity. They wish they had something different. They're just fed up with really going to work and not having a job, going to work and not having income or either not having someone to take care of their kids, but they don't have any other options. That was me for so many years. When you get to the point where you're saying, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where the income is going to come at, and I don't know who's going to take care of my kids. Then it's time for you to do something different. Everybody is not called to be an entrepreneur. Everybody's not called to be a business owner. Everybody's not called to be an investor. Everybody's not called to be an employee. But God calls and he chooses the one who answers the call. So if he's giving you a nudge and a tug in your spirit to do something, do it now. Do not let this coronavirus my husband is in the kitchen doing something while I'm trying to podcast. Do not let this coronavirus stop you. Do not let it block you. Let it open your eyes even wider. Even if you got to get on a whole new set of glasses, like I said before, to continue to see this 2020 vision, no matter what. Obey God, period, guys. No matter what. Because he has a bigger plan for you. If you understand it, that what we're going through right now, this season is temporary. We're about to head into spring. Spring forward. Stay focused on what God said. Stay focused on what God said, no matter what. I'm definitely keeping you all in my prayers. I continue to pray Psalms 91 over you and your family, over your over your finances, that no evil should befall you, that no evil will come near your dwelling, no plague will come near your dwelling, and that you're covered. God has you protected, no matter what. And if you want a scripture, I gave I gave a lot of them, but go to Matthew 6.33 and trust that God has a bigger plan for you. 
Matthew 6.33 should be your to-go scripture this week. All right, guys, I love you so much. I pray that this blesses you all, and I will see you and talk to you guys again on the next episode of the Be Intentionally You podcast. Be blessed, guys. Bye.